Welcome to the Port Charles Update with your hosts, Mish and Mel. Hello! Hello, my friend! How are you? I'm here, so, yeah! Z's. <laughs> that kind of week, that kind of week. Um, so I can't wait. I can't wait to talk about this. I thought about you all week, just thinking about how frustrated you might have gotten <laughs> at certain scenes, at certain people. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. okay, so the week starts off. Carly is in Nina's office. Like before we get into the details, how did you feel? <laughs> how did you feel about Carly going there to begin with? I'm not going to lie. I didn't like it. I knew okay. it was needed and I know she had a lot of anger to let out, but I kind of wish she ended up at the gym in front of the punching bag instead. Yeah. Like when she went there, I was like, oh, this is going to be good, right? It's drama. It's a confrontation, but I, I hate it. Like um, it just because if you think about where she's been without Sunny, right? Playing yes. the game and being, you know, mob boss lady and just the concept of power and just mm-hmm. just being in Nina's office handed her a bunch. Yes. And that's and, that's oh. the part that I didn't like. I mean, obviously she took her power back when she slapped her, but still, right? It's it was a it showed some kind of weakness, but again, Carly is hurt, vulnerable, and I I'm I'm thinking maybe trying to maybe show Whatever restraint I gave you before, it's gone. (laughs) (laughs) I am coming for you. Like, now I don't care. And, okay, I do like that message. I I was really hoping, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I guess I'm talking about punching a lot. But I wanted, I didn't want to slap. I wanted, like, a full-on closed fist, jaw move to the side, very dramatically, like in a soap opera. I didn't want to slap. I wanted a full-on jaw punch <laughs> I know I find it hard to have just slapped her the one time right but like but like it drives me nuts how no one sees this side of her right like you like the, the imagine this conversation comes off of a conversation with Phyllis right because she she talks <laughs> she talks to me she talks to Ava right and then mm-hmm. talks to Phyllis where Phyllis is like look I was easy on you but you gotta like back the hell off you know <laughs> like you gotta deal with your feelings for Sunday acknowledging them but then move on by yourself and leave everyone that you hurt alone right like so she gets that talk with Phyllis and then Carly comes in and there's that face so that that I wish people could see because I think it's fair that you have people like you know Maxi and Oprah, they love her, right? Like Maxi, yes. because she's kind of pulled between both worlds. And honestly, even Brit nowadays is sort of pulled both sides between Carly and Nina, I find. But it's mm-hmm. just sometimes I wish this could be seen. Like I wish Sonny could see it. I wish Phyllis could see this side of her because, you know, it makes sense that they care about her, like Maxi, Phyllis. And it doesn't matter what you do, right? They love her. They have a relationship with her and they're going to try to support her. But I do wish they would see this side because Nina kind of puts on a show of acting like, oh, I know what I did was bad, but I hate apologizing. But in front of Carly, there is zero, zero remorse. I, I also wish somebody was there because when she said, I was dying, okay? <laughs> like when, if Sunny would have made love to me, first made love makes me want to puke. 
I know. But you know. <laughs> that's, why, that's why today I appreciated Ava saying, so like you told her Sunny wanted to have sex with you. And I'm like, yes, can you use adult words? Like, I don't know. Right? So then when she said, if I hadn't stopped Sunny. Okay, but the thing is though, he had amnesia. And I know. You had all of your amnesia. <laughs> <laughs> you were not lacking in the <sighs> that line like I didn't sleep with him and I'm just like that that is literally her feeling like she's doing her a favor and the fact yeah. that she keeps using this line I don't want to cause any trouble for Carly and Sunny but if he comes to me I'm gonna take it I'm gonna have him all over the place and I was like what are you saying I don't want to cause trouble with between the two of you like what are you even saying what what did you think you were doing for the past nine months? Helping him out? But that's the thing. And that's what I love. And that's why we love to hate her. Because her version of reality is so freaking twisted. To watch her just try to make sense of it all. It's almost hypnotizing. Yes! That's exactly it. It's like a car wreck that you can't turn away from. Exactly. And then I've been watching a lot of cartoons with the girls. And they're homeschooling all this stuff. And when the person goes evil, their eyes go red. That's what I yeah. see with Nina. Like, she's all like, la, 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 la. I'm a good person. And then the door closes and her eyes go red. <laughs> well, yeah, because that part of her comes out with um, Carly. And it comes out with Willow, but none of that means anything to Willow. Um, like no. a cartoon <laughs> character, she's like, la, 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 everything is always fine. Um, but the thing about like the whole Nina thing, like at this point, I I I'm just like just just go be with Sunny because yeah she wouldn't last with Sunny like it it makes nope. me it makes me laugh right because Mike was tame he was manageable mm -hmm. but like she will crumble in Sunny's world like every woman before her and the funny thing to me is I think that if she were with Sunny he will drive her insane yep. with how he puts Carly first. Like she yeah. thought it was bad that Jax, you know, yeah. put Carly first. Sunny drove Brenda crazy with that, <laughs> right? Like there was a time where I, I think they were married. Like he married Brenda, she comes back and then Sunny finds Brenda's long lost child. Obviously Brenda would be like, oh my gosh, take me to my long lost child. And what Sunny does is, Hey, Carly, do you want to come with me to pick up this long lost child of Brenda's? It's my wife's kid, but you're so good with kids. And I think you'd be the better choice. Like Brenda was like livid and you cannot blame her, but Sonny didn't care. He sees Carly in a certain way. So it's like, even when they're not together, that's the reality. Yes. And every other woman who comes into the picture and there have been many who are just like, he will change for me. He will do all of this for me. And it's like, no, he won't. So part of me would love to see this. You want it? Take it. Really? Really? Well, have at it. And that's exactly how I feel. Because in her mind, it's like, does she think that Carly, what, evaporates from the earth as soon as she has sex with Sunny? Like, she's still the mother of his children. She's still going to be at the house. There's still going to be a ton of interaction 
with the three of them. Like, how does she think this is going to play out exactly? It's going to be the most miserable life. Oh, yeah. Because it's going it. to be the most miserable life because nobody will like her. And I don't know how Sunny is going to feel with a pariah, right? Like having, like I, I don't know, how, I don't know how he'll feel. Like when his family dinners come down to like him and Obrecht. And but Nina. he is, but he fits in there because Sonny is slowly becoming a pariah himself. He will yeah. only have these people at this point, and like that, there's so much with Sonny right now that's driving me nuts with the whole everything the thing with um with nina and i hate this line because willow has used this too Mm -hmm. is just be grateful he's home like that i think irked me the most when nina said that it's like what is wrong like what is wrong with you people to be so one-dimensional like is that how you function as a human he's home therefore there are no nuances or or multiple feelings that you're experiencing at one time like that part i think gets to me a lot the the constant like minimizing of carly's experience and just let it go because it makes everybody else really uncomfortable like sunny does that enough like i don't exactly. need to hear it from willow you know who basically hates it when anyone lies and i don't need to hear that um from from nina and on that note like what did you think about Willow's fantabulous idea and initiative? I was so confused. I'm not going to lie. When I started walking into that office, I'm like, what is wrong with this child? Like, why can't she just let things go? How can she's just as delusional or, and falling under Nina's weird spell that she sees that Nina can do no wrong and that she brings value at this exact point in time into Wiley's life? Nobody said that she could never see Wiley again. But at this point in time, you are showing that you are making terrible choices. Willow can barely let her own mother, okay, not comparable, but comparable. (laughs) Yes, kind of. You know what I mean? But at least Harmony has remorse. She went to prison. She is actively trying, (laughs) right? She's actually trying to, Nina is not even human at this point in time. She's like some sort of weird soap opera robot trying to just like make sense of the terrible choices that she keeps making and the fact that Willow cannot see the difference is beyond me it, it's it's funny you say that because you know we saw Harmony get upset right saying I've put in all this work and I didn't get yeah. a call on New Year's and it kind of speaks to this idea that like Willow walks around you know having that everyone should be honest except for myself and <laughs> you know I just think it's interesting because she's trying to be so nice, but she's also hurting people, right? Yes. And it would be interesting to see the flip script. No, the script flip. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? I like, got you, girl. <laughs> words, words, words. So Har- Harmony has her back, but it would be interesting if, you know, Harmony kind of truth bombed her like she did with Alexis. Yes. Perhaps, you know, I don't know if it will come to that. It might, given the actions she took. Like, I was just like, why are you showing up to say I'm sorry? Because I thought these things. It's like, no one needs to freaking hear it. And then I could not believe she brought this up. Because, like, I mean, they talked about this before, right? This reality mm-hmm. that Nina does have claim in the state of New York for, yes. you know, grand, like, to, as a grandparent. And the whole idea was, I think when she was talking to Michael, like, don't do anything, right? Like, let's, like, she hasn't initiated any kind of, like, court case. So let's not do it. Let's not bring it up. For now, let's just yes. take some space. So the thing is, for the time being... 
not on the table, not so much on the table, not at the forefront. But then Willow comes in and hands this to her. Yeah. Just says it as if like, as if it was the most strategic thing that she could do. I, I could not believe she set that bomb off. I like, I was shocked. Like I said, like I couldn't believe what was going on. And the fact that she brought in, like she basically said two things that really bothered me. She brought Michael into the fold in the sense that if only Michael knew I was here and she made it seem like there was trouble on the home front. And then she's sticking up for Nina. Like at this point in time, yes! Willow, Sunny and Nina can just move into a house together. And that's fine with me. Exactly. So this is, this is also the thing that I kept kind of like hanging on to this week, you know, with Sunny and, and Carly, this whole thing, right? Like Carly going to see her kind of showed her cards, right? You know, it handed Nina power. Um, Willow yes. was handing Nina power by indicating yes. that we're not a united front. I feel differently. I'm doing this, mm -hmm. which is hilarious because Willow's actions come off of the heels of her trying to distinguish the dis the difference between, let's say, what Michael did, right? So you going mm -hmm. after Nina, you know why that was wrong is because it involved Wiley and you should have come to me because it's about Wiley. Me lying and holding a secret about things between Nina and Sunny didn't involve <laughs> Wiley therefore it was okay but now this directly impacts Wiley like what yeah. is going on here I, I, I kind of love the spiral Willow is going down like she's digging this really weird hole for herself I am <laughs> really game to see where this goes because part of me is like how ugly can this get like how ugly will this get you know like he decided to allow her to adopt Wiley like it I am curious you know like, at what point will Michael just be like, you know what? <laughs> Forget it. I don't want that anymore. <laughs> He's my kid. Like, I do wonder if it'll ever get so ugly. Because remember, they had a conversation a long time ago in the kitchen about, like, past battles, right, between Sunny and Carly and how nasty it got in custody and things like that. And I just kind yes. of wonder if we're going to get that nostalgia and those kind of storylines trickling in into Michael's life. So, yeah, that handing off of power to Nina really really bugs me and then like you know nina felt like willow was living in a fantasy world by thinking that she could control <laughs> michael and everything would soften and i loved her delivery you know what fantasy world do you live in and i was just like i don't know the one that neighbors willows like i think that right you guys live on the same street at this point like this is just <laughs> this is just insane and the fact that like even in this debate so remember she's all like i don't want to get in between sunny and carly a little late for that Especially yes. given the things that she said and the way she was so antagonistic toward Carly. Um, and so then she decides in this conversation with Willow to name drop Sunny. And I couldn't believe she did that. Right? She was like, at least Sunny doesn't think I'm evil incarnate. And I'm just like, what? Like, like the <laughs> fact that you're, why, like, you're saying that. Like this man, it was in court being like, I don't believe I was a victim. Right. And mm -hmm. I'm just like, he has Stockholm syndrome. Like this is what's going <laughs> so on right true. now. And you're just yes. like bragging that your kidnappee, <laughs> you know, is rooting for you or on your side. And I mean, even Laura kind of went there with him. Yes. <gasps> I freaking love Laura because she kind of tippy toed. She's just like, okay, so like, we're going to go here. What was the latest thing he threw? Did you just hit the counter? Um, when she walked in, he had just broken a glass. Right? Oh, he was sweeping up. He yes, was sweeping yes. Up. He was and sweeping then up. the latest thing he threw 
Was it empty pill bottle? Right. Okay. So those are going to be our new segments for the week. Okay. What did Sunny throw this week and what yeah. does it mean? <laughs> yeah. Even Drew is in on it. He's like, who threw the first vase? Yeah. <laughs> no vases, Drew. Eh, you got this one wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Minus 10 points. Take off your shirt. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> those are the rules. <laughs> But yes, I love the way Laura approached it and she was real with him and I, it still wasn't sinking in. I mean, he did open up ever so slightly, but he still is lost in this world of Nina. And as we get to learn about his medication, that he's not renewing it, he's throwing pill bottles, like stuff's going to get crazy. I was about to swear there, but stuff's going to go down. I thought it was really sweet how like Avery was like, um, I'll take my vitamins if you take yours. Like I thought that was so sweet and caring, yeah. right? That even though the girls are little, they do understand that, you know, daddy takes something to help him feel better too and be strong. And so like with this conversation with Laura, like she asked, why are you protecting Nina? Like she yeah. actually did that. And I love this part at one point when he's talking about, I, I, I guess maybe his feelings. I love what Laura just <laughs> gently prompted. What's confusing you? Yes. Like, like, <laughs> what, so like what are what are you confused about? <laughs> and um, I'm just kind of like I'm kind of annoyed. I like if I like I guess this could be a game, but like if I have to keep hearing Sunny saying, "Hey, I couldn't I couldn't say." I couldn't tell tell Carly or anybody the truth because Jason died. Yeah. And I'm just like, there was no opportunity. I think the perfect opportunity would have been like when you were grilling Carly and had her go over all the details yeah. of her relationship with Jason and her feelings for Jason. I think that would have been a pretty good time. It's interesting yes. how they found the time, but apparently it was never a good time for you to also be like, hey, let's just dump it all out here. It just layers onto the fact that we know how deep his feelings actually are. As much as he's trying to mm -hmm. shove them deep down, they're like, it's like a sponge soaking up water right now, just taking over. It's it's bad. It's bad. And he decided, you know, to offer up some cheese and bread. And frankly, <laughs> I don't know if I could have said no to that. I would have eaten it in silence. I would have been but like, no, I you dummy, I'm it. vegan. <laughs> <laughs> Just the bread and wine. No. <laughs> so, so he's trying, right? He cooks. He's like, let's have a late dinner. She's like, it's oh one o'clock in the morning. I want to go to bed. And he's like, no, uh -huh. forget you're tired. We're going to have a late dinner. Um, and the thing, so again, going back to power, this is the part mm -hmm. that bothers me a lot is just thing like, Sonny is trying to gloss over a lot of this. He yes. wants this. He wants to control the narrative to let's let this go. <laughs> um, nothing I did counted. Um, things you did counted. And I think we should just move on. Um, it's very triggering for me. <laughs> it's very, it's very terrible. It's so terrible. Yeah. And he is giving more nuggets to like Laura and Dante. Right. So he is yeah. opening up to other people except for Carly, but then being like, so why don't you trust me? Like, why isn't it enough that I'm not telling you anything? Like I'm not understanding. Please say more. And like, and, and so like what, what, like, so he doesn't seem to manage right. Communication with Carly or on this topic quite well. And I just felt like 
at minimum, I find what he could understand is that you gave Nina power over Carly. You know yes. the dynamic, you know the relationship, you know what Nina did to Carly. And what you did was you handed Nina like a feeling of being special. You handed her a secret and that drew you closer to her. And that was terrible. So that position of power, that's the part that bugs me because I feel like at the very least you could understand that. So, like, based on what you said, this is what I found really interesting, even though you know that for the past weeks, Sunny has just been like, oh, my God, bother me. But when I just listened to you again, kind of go over that scene, mm -hmm. Sunny is not approaching Carly in a sunny way. He's being Mike about it. It's like he's scared of Carly. He's scared of his feelings. He isn't thinking about the power play with keeping the mm. secret with Nina. He's very much navigating this as a Mike. Well, he's not, he's not doing a good job. Like as Mike oh, no, or Sunny, he, he, needs, he, he needs a new person up in there to help him navigate this. Well, like maybe he should talk to Phyllis a little bit more than he has, or maybe open up to Laura. He needs somebody to kind of, he needs something because this is terrible. Well, it is terrible. And he does need somebody that's actually going to get through to him because people have been saying things to him, but he's not listening. None of this is good. Like none nope. of it is, but like, I just can't stand the lies. Right. Like when she yeah. said, okay, like she's basically saying, I can't trust you. Not even basically she outright said she's, it. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's saying things like, okay, so new year's Eve. Yeah. She came and she left. Not true. You, mm -hmm. at, you told her she didn't have to leave and then you had a conversation. So you're lying there. And the way he treats Carly in these conversations, like when Carly tells him she can't trust him like she did before, right? And she's been talking mm -hmm. about this. She doesn't feel like she knows him like the back of her head anymore. And what he says immediately after this is, I'm trying to be honest with you. Again, not honest because he just lied. Nope. And then immediately goes to, are we calling it quits? Like, I don't want to have this. I it's don't... kind of like with Nina, oh, right? I don't want to have yeah. the apology part or the part where I try to be a better person. I want to do something bad. And I want everyone to get <laughs> over it. <laughs> and and I, that's exactly what Sunny is doing. And the thing that yes. I find is really, um, like, really making this amazing and spectacular is that, mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot of soap elements, right? Like the whole Nixon Falls things, not yes. super realistic, okay? <laughs> Doesn't happen <laughs> in everyone's marriage. But what is interesting is that they're actually making Carly and Sonny super relatable. Like, listen to their communication. Like, I don't know if I've ever heard fights like this, right? We talk about, like, even yes. when Drew referenced who threw the first vase. And soaps, I, like, I mean, look, I don't know. Like, maybe I'm not remembering it correctly. But, like, you know, you might have big fights about big topics and things getting thrown. But this really feels like a real marriage. And I find listening to them talking, you know, misunderstanding, you know, dismissing somebody, you know, just that whole thing, I find it to be extremely relatable so that's what I find really beautiful about the storyline um with this and with when it comes to the bipolar element I'm like it sucks but like mm -hmm. that's real life right like you're in a bad place and then you could literally be with somebody who has mental health issues and that may take precedence like that you know what I mean like it's a lot yes. of layers of a crappy situation that you have to fight through. You're not on good terms, but you might be placed at a position where you're going to have to put all of that aside to deal with something else. And it's just more and more and more. So I just find it to be a very, you know, in a way relatable and just a lot of like real life stuff that is getting tossed into this storyline, I think anyway. And in terms of Sunny, I just feel like his effort sucks because when she oh, walked gosh, out yes. on him, 
he like basically almost pronounced her name three times. Like that's how he fought for her. He's like, he's like, cut, cut. Oh, I guess I can't go after her. She's already out of the kitchen. Like she's probably at the Metro court by now. The best was when he, she asked like, so what happened? Like, what did you, did you kiss her? Did you da 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 da? He's like, oh, would that make you happy? Or he said something along those lines. Oh "Oh, God, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. I've heard that in marriage number one and I am not married anymore. It's, it's like no it's it's just like he's treating Ugh. her so poorly and i mean look i guess at the end of the day he sonny has never really liked taking accountability for much fair and he likes pointing to like what she did with jason as opposed to acknowledging that the lying part sucks right he wants to gloss over that he doesn't want to deal with his role in destroying the relationships he likes being on the romantic end of things right like let me fix it. Let's do the grand gestures. Let's just make it work. Like he doesn't want to acknowledge his role in this and you can't really go anywhere if he won't acknowledge like some basic things that she needs. What's going to be really interesting. Like I kind of see this scene playing out. So, you know, Avery made mention of his medication and Carly's going to be gone, but they're mornings and nights. What if for some reason Nina is there while, you know, Sunny is having some sort of episode. Obviously Nina's not going to know what to do. No, but Avery does, and Avery's gonna call Mama Carly. Mama Carly's gonna come over and save the day. I can't wait to see a scene like that. <laughs> oh my gosh, because we've seen Sonny's like bipolar episodes, and they're yeah. you know very powerful scenes. We've seen you know Morgan have these scenes. So could yes. you imagine Nina being audience to very scary behavior? Yes, and watching how Carly steps in and reigns it all in. And reaches him and realizing, like, you walked into a family you had no business walking into. And you don't belong there. Yeah, I could see it. <laughs> like, I could see it. Because, look, at the end of the day, she can't handle Sonny. You could handle Mike. And unless Sonny becomes Mike, which will never happen, like, it's just not going to work. Um, How much did you like, like, Michael being so protective of his mama? Like, how much did you love that? Okay, like, I thought about you because I'm like... He's angry. He's protecting his mom. Like, this is so hot. He's so cute. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's so adorable. And it's like, the funny thing is, it's like, when when Dante walked in and Michael had said something like, you know, this didn't happen to your mom. And the thing is, it did happen to his mom. And Dante wasn't thrilled about it. (laughs) You know, now that it's not happening to his mom, it's just all like... You know, we were not there. We're not part of their relationship. None of that was available to Dante when Sonny cheated on his mom. But I, I, this is, I love this, right? Because we talk about Michael being like tough, but fair. And like, Michael won't back down from Sonny. And it was amazing to see because Sonny walks in there again, the way he's treating Michael is exactly how he treated Carly. He doesn't want to hear it. He wants them to go back to how they were where he had massive influence over Michael and where Sonny is in charge of the family what he says goes and since he's been back you know what he says goes hasn't really gotten through to Michael like at all like at all Michael is not in line with Sonny as he was before and I loved how Michael did not back down said it sucks to see my mother hurt and that line drawn in the sand right like she's my family Um, that was there. That was very there. And I think he expected, like you said, because Michael is fair, he expected him to be calm and Michael to be the mediator peacemaker between him and Carly. So 
when I think Sonny just kind of got surprised and then obviously he started yelling to him like, yeah, th- this, this is going to help everything. But it didn't take him long though. It did not take him long no. to start yelling. And I loved how Michael was fighting for Carly's needs, right? Yes. Where he said, give her what she needs, give her that space. Like your idea of getting her back is just to ignore everything she's saying. And like, it got loud. Like it was intense. Like I rewound it to watch it. Just them fighting and Dante coming and screaming. Like I freaking loved it. And I mean, look, this it, it can be frustrating at times, you know, because you're like, oh my gosh, why does it like, why is Sunny acting this way or all this stuff? But it's been really amazing to kind of have like a zoom in on mm-hmm. their relationship. It kind of has that impact of when like the Davis girls had that intense talk and fight because it was a lot of dynamics coming out. And I find we're getting a lot of that with like Sunny and Carly, like we're really getting zoomed in and same for the relationship stuff. Like I'm really, really loving how it's playing out. Well, we also got something that we know that Dante feels and wants is that when Michael said, I'm protecting my mother, Dante said, well, I'm protecting my father. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like Dante's getting his daddy, right? Like, he's right? Never, he's like, like yes. Because <laughs> <sighs> like Dante hasn't had that place in Sonny's life since he pretended to be Dominic. Right, exactly. So even that dynamic oh, between brothers is going to be very interesting to see how it plays out. But the thing is, we know that Dante is very, I mean, his shades of gray are kind of there more now. But if he's going to be spending more time with his dad, you know, is Dante the one that's going to bring to Michael, hey, I think Sonny's not taking his meds anymore. Like it's going to be, and that is going to reinforce the relationship, I think, more so on the long term, apart from these little kind of like moments that he's yeah. dealing with them. Yeah, like, I mean, like, it's it's rocky right now, but I mean, they're family, ultimately, and I do mm-hmm. think that when it comes to Sonny being sick 100%, I mean, already we saw the communication about Sonny's whereabouts, right? Like, knowing yes. where he was, so definitely, definitely, and they've been there before, too, as brothers, having to, like, find or locate Sonny during a bipolar episode once he was found at the Haunted Star with a gun. Oh my, okay. So, you know what I mean? Like, they, they've been there before together, so it'll be interesting to know what this episode brings for the family. And this is the interesting part. Like, I feel like they're laying a lot of really great layered groundwork. It's not like Sunny almost was almost with another woman. It's very multi-layered right now. Like you said, the relationship with the marriage, the relationship between, you know, father and his kids, between siblings, like it's with his and mental, mental health. health but yeah. Exactly. So there's, there's a lot here that I'm looking forward to seeing. Um, speaking of father and son. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, come on, Marshall. You gotta give Curtis something. Oh. That's all I'm saying. Um, like, like jerking him around like that, I don't find it fair. I am no. happy that TJ finally came around to, at the very least, like acknowledge, like, who's Marshall? Like, who's <laughs> Marshall? Where has he been? You know what I mean? Because, like, TJ literally instantly was like, yeah, 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 let's hang out. Like, <laughs> I, I kind of appreciate TJ stopping and taking a beat for, like, just just a minute. Yes. Um, and we got some info, right? So the whole Marshall thing, which is he's part of the mob, but it doesn't feel like it lines up with the phone call he had. Yes. It felt mm-hmm. more like a WSB call than anything else. Mm-hmm. But it was interesting because he could be the agent, right, on the other side. Right. Taking down. I don't know. But like, it was funny having Curtis being like, what mob family? Like, I know Sonny. Like, I could maybe, <laughs> I could maybe help. So I am interested to know who the players are. I mean, maybe it's uh, Selena. 
Who knows? One of the things that really frustrated me is that Marshall still is in this fake relationship with his son. So at some point he says, like, Curtis, I'm so tired of your attitude. It's like, okay, well, he oh met you three gosh. days ago and yeah. you still haven't told him anything. So he isn't everybody like however I feel about Curtis is however, but everybody trying to just say make nice, make nice. And he's supposed to be a certain way is incredibly frustrating and even coming out of Marshall of all people. So, you know, you have Portia, you have his aunt, you have Marshall all just trying to tell him, shove your feelings deep down, uh, air quotes, be a grown up and let's just, the past is the past and let's move forward. It's like, no, I am no. so sick of it. It would be nice, right? Because if everybody could forget what Marshall did, his life would be great. It really reminded me of Nina. Yes, that, absolutely. That push. And it's just like when he says, you know, it, it was hard for me too. It's like, that may be so, but the expectation of how Curtis is supposed to feel is just not realistic and also very unfair. Yes, you were hurting too, and I'm sure being away from Curtis was very hard, but the mm -hmm. expectation you have for how Curtis should respond to this is just not realistic. Exactly. Like, you decided to come back, then deal with this reality. Like, you're going to have to say words to him for him to kind of, oh my gosh, to like make sense of it all. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. I have to say this. This is something I actually never really stopped to consider. Mm -hmm. So this is information about Felicia. Okay. So Felicia goes to confront Peter. I, we know her history with Faison, but frankly, it kind of threw me when she kind of listed Faison and Ryan, right? Like I've dealt with these two and I'm like, yeah, you have. That's kind <laughs> of a lot. Like these are two people that were obsessed with her. Yes. That's a lot. Like I never even consider that some of the notorious, terrible, evil villains on the show happen to be obsessed with Felicia. That's a lot to take in, a lot to get over in life. It was a lot, to, it was a lot to process when like I was hit, hit with that, like, you know, oh my gosh, reminder. But also I'm really, really, really scared for Maxie, obviously more so for Brooklyn mm -hmm. at this point, but it's just, you know, Felicia and Anna are trying to figure out what's going on with Maxie's baby. But like Victor pokes his head in and yes. it's kind of terrifying. He, his coolness is absolutely bar none, super terrifying. Like he's, he's not Cyrus terrifying, but he's like up there because you don't know what his plan is. I think his plan is to help Peter, which is he yes, wants to control Drew and he wants to take Maxie and the baby. But it's like control Drew for what? Like, what is the end goal? Well, he keeps alluding to this threat. It's freaking so, nice. so he keeps alluding to a threat. So, um, and that's the thing, like, who is this? threat that Victor feels that all of the Cassidines should unite against. Mm -hmm. So so there's that. Um, so yeah, it's really terrifying because he keeps having that flashback of Peter asking that favor. And yes. then Maxie, when she says, I, I was terrified. Like every time Maxie says, I'll do whatever I, I have I to keep my daughter away, it really, really scares me. So you have Victor, who then has a conversation with Austin and I'm like, uh, too much information. Yes. I mean, it's like, I mean, thank he didn't fully put it together but it's not that far off and I mean Tracy put it together and like mm -hmm. confirmed it with with Brooklyn Ugh, I don't know like it's terrifying and like her whole jail scene it was <laughs> oh my god the best scenes the best lines came out of those scenes what were your favorite lines out of those scenes <laughs> uh, Tracy said oh so you're a Kentucky Fried Lawyer and Ponytail Gangster <laughs> Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Like Tracy was so Tracy. She let out all of her Tracyness in that scene. Um, I loved it when Ned had to explain that you can't fire 
sons like you can't bribe your children i wrote that down too because when she said you're fired i was like is she talking (laughs) to the lawyer or is she talking to that i'm like what is she talking about and then like then then i like spoke up about it but then she was like i want to talk to you about brooklyn but then i don't and i'm like what is going on i'm like when she like when alexis showed up and and tracy walked out i literally said i'm like she didn't even say thank you and then martin said it it was just funny it was just it was just it, funny and and I was just kind of surprised like we were talking about Dante earlier but I'm like Tracy was sort of his like fake mother-in-law for a while like Tracy did raise right. you know uh, Lulu and they had a very mother-daughter type relationship if you will like that was the only person there when Laura wasn't around and when Luke would disappear and I'm like wow like Dante was harsh he was, but I loved his line when she's like, well, didn't Alexis, like, stab you? <laughs> I, but she's he, right. Uh, she's she's right. right. But his response, like, his quickness, like, yeah, 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 that sucked. But she, like, did her time in jail, and she came out better for it. So basically, like, that could happen to Tracy, too. I was dying and, like, quick on your toes. Like, I know it's written, but he just delivered it so well. I know. He's been definitely very quick, and he's had I, – I have to say he's had some – amazing amazing lines like very sarcastic and he always has like a comeback to a lot of things right so okay so 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 bad right bad tracy bad so bad and and now brooklyn like i'm so in love with brooklyn and chase and i love how chase loves to be rich and is not intimidated by brooklyn's money at all like when he was living at the quarter like with willow he was like i love this place and like brooklyn's like i'll offer to get this place and like my aunt will pay for it he's like nice let's do it (laughs) he's so cute like what was it when she said uh, when he came up with the idea of like I think living somewhere else. She's like, oh my God, you're a genius. And they have that extra line. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. But that was like my favorite line when she was like, it was perfectly done. Cause we, you know how people talk about Chase. Um, <laughs> yep. And the PCPD and whatever. I wish she's like, has anyone ever told you you're a genius? He's like, no. like like dumbfounded and like hugs her which I thought was so funny. Something I forgot to mention. So while everybody was at the jail, Mm-hmm. Olivia spent all that time having giving Robert Robert eyes. <gasps> oh my dear lord, those two, the flirty next. I know, like, I know. Wowza. I kind of wish they did do it though before everything went to head like that. It wasn't just a kiss. <laughs> yeah, like it was. I mean, look, it wasn't good, right? Like everything kind of came to a head, not yes, the way that yes. we thought it would. But no. they definitely have the chemistry. Um, so I guess she could just go back to flirting because she's like, our marriage is solid. But I'm still gonna look at you like this because, and then she's like, you know, it was more. And he's like, yeah. And I'm just like, what? What? What's, what's going on, guys? Tone like, it um, down. Right. It's like a work Tone flirt, but I couldn't just like I couldn't look away, but I also thought I should because I felt weird. Yeah, like they're they're intense. They're intense. Those two. Uh, some other people sparkled. And uh, I was kind of surprised. And, like, just a really quick mention to a sparkle between Drew and Sam and a sparkle between Carly and Drew. Okay, so this is what I have to say about Drew and Sam. Because I feel like when I'm watching, we saw the buildup with her and Dante. And they make a lot of sense. And they're super cute together. Yeah. Um, so it's like, there's that, right? And when Drew came back, no, it wasn't really my... my um, first instinct to be like, ooh, love triangle. This yeah, is going to be no. complicated. But... <laughs> but um where I do see the potential is that 
Sam has come a long way where in her conversations with Dante, we learn that, you know, she's processed it, right? She's had time to process and be honest with herself and make sense of the whole Drew Jason experience, right? Yes. Like we've heard her say like, no, when I was with Drew, it's because I thought he was with Jason. Like, I don't know him. Like, I don't know mm -hmm. who Drew is. So she had said that. And then Drew, since he's come back, has made a point and, and has found peace. So he found peace with Jason because when he found out the truth, he was very angry at Jason, saw him like an enemy, wanted to distance himself. And he had all that drama with Oscar and Kim. And so he made a point of saying, since he's been back, that like, I need to figure out who I am. So I love that. Yes. I love honoring that reality that... We never got to see Drew's journey out of, let's say, the identity of being Jason and what that meant for him. Yeah. So because they're on that side where both of them have like an honest view of what their relationship really was. Mm -hmm. For that reason, yes, I think there is like a real potential if the situation changed for a Sam and Drew. Because I don't see Sam and Drew connecting too much based on their past. I think it's going to no. be about everything they build, right? So I yes. think for that reason, yes, definitely that's where I can see the possibility. Um, but I like that Drew's super respectful and respects everything. And I could see him and Dante kind of like, you know, getting along and all that. But they're placing Drew with Carly, like, right? Like Carly's going to be at the Magic more. Drew is there. They got drinks. The funny thing is, just hopping back to Sam is that she pulled a, I'm going to go check on Wiley. I felt it was like to remind herself she had a Dante. She's like, Oh yeah. Okay. Well, um, I'm going to go check on Dante. But the fact that she used <laughs> no. the words, I'm going to go check on Dante as opposed to I'm going to go and see if he's here or I have my lunch date with Dante. Like, I just thought it was so funny. The choice of words that they picked. Yeah. That is, that is really, really funny that she did say that because I didn't catch that. It did feel a bit weird. And he also touched her naked shoulder. Right. Right. Okay. He touched, he touched it. And then we have the line that he gave to Carly, which was, um, she's like, you know, I really don't know you. So Carly opened up as well about the fact that she didn't, she apologized. She didn't get to know him for who he is now. And then he said to her, look at what you almost missed. Yeah. I was like, there was, a, there was a couple of funny Drew lines there. Like even when Drew was talking to Sam, she says mm -hmm. the new and improved Drew. And he says, new, no, but I don't know about improved. And I'm like, this is a funny joke. And then when he's talking to Carly, he goes, I'm not trying to take Jason's place. Been there, done that. I love that. I thought that was so funny. I like him. He's, he's just easy to be around. I feel like I am on yes. the show. <laughs> he's easy to be around. Um, he's just very not, you know, he doesn't shove his advice on you. He's very patient and kind and like, he just fits with so many women. And I do not want Carly to jump into another relationship right away. I do want to see like a friendship base with them. But like you said, with the way you see him and Sam potentially playing out is that everybody's getting to know him for who he is now, not yeah. holding on to what he thought he was. So everybody's kind of like on this journey with him, which is really interesting. Yeah, because I, because I think there needs to be space for her and Dante. So that's the thing. I don't see Drew being like an immediate threat, no, but I can yeah. see how there's a possibility, right? Not based on any like previous lingering feelings. There are yeah, none. Yeah, like no, they're no. just, they're just none, right? It's, it's more this family concept and finding footing, but I am so excited. Okay. Because when Carly said she was leaving, going to the Metro court, that's what we had written in our blog. Wouldn't it be cool if she went to the Metro court and did her own thing? Like I wanted to see that, yes. but initially it was Sonny who left and got his little uh, bachelor pad. So right. this is kind of interesting. 
I'm excited about that. I am. And she had this little moment with Olivia. I love how close their friendship is. And I love that they like held hands. Like I'm just loving it so much. I do. So I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to see Carly's life at the Metro court. Um, Okay. Before we leave off the whole Carly thing, I have to say, did you not love the Valentine Nina meetup? It was so glorious because in that moment, Nina, that's the only other person that she's brought kind of like her evilness out with and he sees her for who she is. And I just love his like calm demeanor and basically in his beautiful, calm way and elegant way of speaking, he said, girl, you crazy. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you're on your own. But I, it's it's interesting, right? She kind of, you know, like admonished him for like being bad and making bad choices. But then she wanted those parts of him. Like I found the way she reached out to him was so incredibly selfish, right? Being like, you won't judge me because you're pretty terrible. Like that's what that was about. But I loved how he basically shut her down. Um, And like, look, Ava is obviously pushing for for Nina to be with Sunny. Um, I don't disagree with Ava's ideas that if you just play it cool, you might actually end up with Wiley and Sunny. You know, like Ava's relatively honest with her, right, about how things go. Like if you go after, I know you care about Wiley, but if you go after Michael, it's a bad idea. Like she just thinks it's a bad idea, period. Um, But given that Nina says she wants Sunny, you know, she's giving her assessment and I think that it's fair. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess for me, it sucks. Like I, because at first when I saw Ava's reaction to like, to, to what Nina wanted to do. Like Nina, like Ava and Nina are quite honest with each other. And Ava, while she doesn't like Carly, has not always necessarily agreed with Nina. Hasn't always necessarily like agreed with Nina's choices with Wiley, with Michael, with Carly, or even her thoughts on Nell. Yes. And, but, you know, at the end, it looks like everything was fine. But I guess for a split second, I kind of wondered if Nina went down this road, you know, how far would Ava go with her? I don't know like that's the thing like she gives she did think it was weird as to how Nina approached Carly about the sleeping together thing yeah she doesn't want her to rock the boat too much because in the end like I don't know if Ava's thinking about this or she's like rah 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 my friend is Nina but like Nina will be around your daughter like are you okay with that I don't know it was never addressed right she they never addressed it that Nina kept Sunny from her daughter they they've never addressed that I know and that's the hard part for me because is is Ava playing the long game? Meaning, is Nina going to be in a house with Sunny? Is she going to you know try to get information from Nina? Is she going to know about him not being on his medication? Like, is she? Yes, Nina's friend, but in the end, like Trina said last week, like seeing this side of Ava she didn't see before. So everybody yes. is, is shades of good and bad. So are we just seeing a little bit of that version here for a long game plan? I don't even know what that would be. Like, I I don't right? like, like like let's say like. Because when you bring this up, I guess I didn't really think about it, you know, because I think for Ava, it's like life is easier if Carly's not around. And if my friend is dating Sunny, then there might be more flexibility when it comes to my daughter. But what happens if Nina is with Sunny and Nina's the one spending time with her daughter when Sunny says no to Ava? Because (laughs) you know what? Oh my gosh, you know what? Because Nina has been placed in these situations before with Charlotte. So, so remember when she connected with Charlotte, because Charlotte started out being 
um, Nathan's kid. Then it wasn't Nathan's kid. Right. And then Nina, you know, bonded with Charlotte. And initially, uh, when, when Lulu wanted to have some contact, Nina was very much, you know, no. Like, there were yes. times where Lulu was being unreasonable, and I could understand Nina's perspective. But there were times at the beginning that Nina was quite, like, it was unfair. It was unfair to Lulu about Charlotte. That it was yes. fair that, that Lulu was desperate to be around her daughter and Nina didn't want to have it. So Nina has been in this place before. True. So this would be really interesting to see. And even Valentine brought it up with a child being involved. So it might get messy and I'm into it. Like, <laughs> But I just feel like there's something about Ava's reactions. And I think you captured it, right? Like she has one reaction that makes you go, oh, she feels a little weird about this. And then she turns around and says something else. So I, there's something about the interactions between Ava and Nina that leave me kind of wondering how solid is this friendship? Like I like their friendship, but there's mm -hmm. something there that makes me feel like is something about to happen between them. Right. Okay. Okay. I feel the same. Right. There's, there's mm -hmm. something there. Um, okay. So about Trina, that was, that took me aback um, listening to that. Cause like Trina was upset about that interaction, but when I heard her talk to her mom and say that, you know, that she was actually seeing Ava from Joss and Spencer's vantage point. I was mm -hmm. surprised that as usual, Portia has the best and sound things to say when she right. says we're both good and bad. Like, I didn't know if Portia was, she's already freaked out over the Cassidines. She's made mm -hmm. peace with Ava, but I didn't know how she would land on answering that. Um, but I, 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 I don't, I don't know what this means, right? We're talking about something <laughs> being weird between Ava and Nina. You know, mm -hmm. you're bringing up what Trina is seeing. I don't know. I don't know either, but I'm also very worried for Trina because we saw Esme with a bunch of pills and they're going to have their yeah. weekend away. And and I don't know what all this means, but I feel like everything is being built up between like Ava, Sunny, Carly, the whole weekend with the teenagers, like a lot of stuff's going to be going down. Okay, so I loved watching Esme and Spencer watch Victor and Laura <laughs> face off. That was yes. super funny. Like it was cute and it was light and you're seeing like Esme and Spencer in this really light place together. Mm -hmm. But then Esme says this <laughs> to, to Kevin. She says, psychopaths have family too. Yes, I and wrote I'm that like, down. And I'm like, tell me more Esme, tell me <laughs> say more about this. And I love that like, Immediately, Kevin's like, no, you're not seeing Ryan Chamberlain anymore. <laughs> like, I, like I'm, I'm just saying, like, he studied psychopaths. Like, you, sh there, there should be, like, a million alarm bells going off. And I feel like she sounded a million alarm bells with the way she handled walking in into the family meeting. Oh, my God. It was hilarious and brutal. Just the way she has this power over Spencer. But I really, I was so happy that he was kind of like, okay, I can handle this on my own. You may go. You are dismissed. I know, but she heard it very differently. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she heard it very differently. Uh, okay, so on, like, a fun note, I just have to say this. Like, I guess these are early stars. I don't mean to do this early. <laughs> but Brit and Austin, I just feel oh, like yeah. they were given what could have easily been just little filler scenes. Yes. But you gave it to Brit and Austin. So, of course, it stands out and jumps out and was great. And they're funny. And they knew how to play those scenes super well. 
I love the way like Britt was talking about dating, like battle, you know, like arm yourself. I know. Battle talk and dating is war. And I'm just like, he, they're so funny. Like, I love the way they shot the scenes. I love yeah. the interaction between the two. And then I loved how Austin finally said how he felt about Maxie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love how the whole time Austin's like, yeah, no, I didn't really want to talk to anybody. I just sat here the whole time. <laughs> good, good thing you gave it gave it a go. Um, so she did get through to Brad in the end. You know, a little bit of Brad came back and she might have an additional wingman in the future. Um, part of me wondered if she would just give him a job. I was wondering the same thing. I mean, she's chief of staff and, you know, she has a lab there. So I'm hoping that's the case so that we get to see more interaction between the two and their relationship build because, yeah, Selena is scary and I don't know what's going to happen and she needs to keep an eye on Brad. Even I was just kind of like, but Britt, he's telling you what's bothering him. <laughs> what, <laughs> why aren't you understanding? He basically still feels like he's in a prison, but it would make sense, right? Because if he had to sneak around to see Britt because when Selena was out of town... If Britt gives him the job, he could easily say, no one will hire me. Exactly. So if GH is giving me this opportunity, it would make sense. And that's how they can kind of like sneak around and still be friends. But I'm very much interested in that. Like, I don't know. I guess I'm just loving how all these people are being pulled in and they are creating space for them. And I'm excited. I'm excited to have Brad back into the fold and for Britt to have this kind of her person back. Yes, so happy about that. She gets another wingman, and uh, yeah, it's all good stuff for them, hopefully. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> no, a little bit. Like, Can I just have a, just a little, a little moment bit here? <laughs> for a little bit, but who do you think she called to help him with his situation? Honey? Yeah. Carly? Carly. That's what I was thinking, though. Like, who else amazing, in the family like... could she build a bridge with? Yeah, I think it would be Carly. Okay, there's two people that I'm really happy that made an appearance this week was Elizabeth and Finn. Like, I feel bad that they didn't get to go out on their date, but I'm happy they got to be in scenes together. And I'm kind of curious about the ring thing. Like, I know it's kind of a backstory at the moment, but I still found it a little intriguing. (laughs) Well, I mean, I don't know what to think, too. And I'm like, your ring's there. I'm like, I don't get it. It took me a minute to remember (laughs) what happened that they did end up finding it. The only thing I can think of, right? Because I know we know Cameron's supportive and all that stuff. And it does make you wonder what's going on because it could be nothing. So I just feel like, why would you spend time on this scene if it was nothing? The only thing I can think of is that back in the day, um, like Jake had come back home and he kind of went a little nuts being really aggressive towards Sam because in his eyes, Sam was trying to take his dad away, right? I don't know. I don't even know at this point if Jake even knew Drew's identity, or maybe he did, but like Drew and Elizabeth were together. Mm-hmm. And I think they might have broken up. And he really hated Sam for that because he didn't know the role that Elizabeth played in it. And eventually ah. she had to kind of have a talk with him. And I think he tried to lock Sam in a basement. And I don't know. I see the place caught on fire. Anyways, there was something. It kind of went Whoa. too far. Yeah, things went too far. So <laughs> I don't know. It could be nothing or it could be something explosive. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> I mean, it is poor child. Who yeah. knows? <laughs> Okay, so I know we covered some of our stars and lines. Did you have any additional stars or lines that you wanted to bring up? Yes. I want to give stars to Brooklyn and Chase. Like, honestly, they make me all, like, excited and butterflies, and I can't wait to see their stuff 
kind of unfold. Mind you, I'm really, really scared. Like I, I've, we've said this, right? We can't mm-hmm. wait for the truth to come out because clearly people have a certain perception of Brooklyn, yeah. particularly like, you know, Austin, Valentine, Victor. And it's really, really <laughs> terrifying that yeah. especially someone like Victor and Valentine, for instance, these heavy hitters just kind of gunning for her. So like, I'm terrified, but like really excited. I just want more Brooklyn chase scenes, like more. Exactly. Like apart from the whole Bailey side story with Peter, the Chase Brooklyn story is my happy place. Like, and I yes! it, like their lines are some of the best. And one of the cute ones that I wrote down was that when uh, they're setting the ground rules for when they live together mm-hmm. and Chase is like, no watching the bachelorette. And she's like, well, you will. And you love it. And he's like, okay, but like, don't tell anybody. <laughs> I know they're so cute. So cute. Love that. <laughs> I definitely agree with Star. And let's see here. Was that my only favorite line? Okay, so Laura, when everything went down, okay, this made me laugh because it feels like I feel that I am old. And I'm not saying that Laura's old, but I classify myself as old. And I say stuff that sometimes like don't apply or sound funny or whatever. So Laura said uh, when everything went down with Spencer Nicholas and they're like, oh no, we're stubborn and we're going to leave now. Laura's like, okay, so guys, like same time next week, did you think this was one and done? But the fact that she said one and done, I died. <laughs> you went to your dirty place? <laughs> yeah, I don't think you're using that right, but it's super cute. <laughs> no, I love that. It's like Kevin rubbing off on her being like, oh no, 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 we're having these sessions and we're having them weekly. And I mean, look, I hope, I hope it works, but I, too, found that she sounded like Victor in trying to get them together. I know. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, so we did another week. There's some great stuff ahead. Have a great weekend, everybody. That's a wrap. Bye. Bye.